Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Really, Riley? 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 <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, beloveds. Happy Wednesday. Woo-wee. Has it been a week? And I usually don't like to start my podcast by complaining, but man, it's been a doozy. So, y'all, I'm getting married in like 20-something days. I literally stopped the countdown at 30 because before that cute little, oh, we're getting married and Mr. and Mrs. in this many days countdown that Marshall, my fiance, gave me for Valentine's Day two years ago was cute at first. Now it's just cueing the anxiety. Hi. Welcome back to Really Riley. And if you're new around here, this podcast, thank you for checking me out and listening. This is where I like to talk about all things real, all things Riley. And I sometimes will say the things that are people like, uh, really, Riley? Hence the name of the podcast. But when I do that, I really hope that I connect with you guys, that something I say means something to you, or you can take away a good little nugget of advice, or maybe even just laugh and relate at all of the blunders that I have in my life, it seems like on a daily basis. So it's been a little bit of a stressful yet blessed year. I mean, I have in the last 12 months bought a house, sold a house, well, bought and built a house, sold a house, had a baby, raising a baby, finishing up planning a wedding in the midst of a pandemic, all while trying to push forward this entire radio career, be a good wifey, be a good mother, and keep up my gains in the gym. Um, And the last week, it's like buttoning everything up. And I think that health-wise, some things could be coming to a head for me. So the name of this podcast is Taking Care of the V. (laughs) You guys know what V I'm talking about, I hope. Hopefully, I don't have to phonetically spell it out for you. I'm talking about my my tutu, as I affectionately call it. Um, Because... For me as a woman, that has always been an issue, that time of the month. If there's dudes listening to this podcast, thank you so much. And uh, I hope you're not offended or out, but I'm going to give you that disclaimer right now. I'm going to be talking about my period and the V quite a bit in this here podcast because yesterday I went to my OBGYN for my six-month follow-up after my son, Malin, my second son, and... Yay, I needed, yes, I needed to go for that follow-up, but B, it was like I had to check out a lot of things that may or may not be going wrong. I don't really want to speak that into existence, but just need some maintenance or need to be checked out. So when I was pregnant with Malin, they said, oh, well, you have a fibroid in there. And for women, fibroid tumors are pretty normal or can be normal. Sometimes they can have, you know, complications or issues but the doctors didn't seem to have a huge problem with it through all the ultrasounds they were doing. It didn't affect my baby's growth. But post having my second son, the red tide has been monstrous. And I don't even necessarily mean monstrous in just uh, the actual flow of it. Guys, again, I am sorry if you're listening to this going, I will not be offended if you tune off. 
but I'm hoping for the people that do have periods or maybe if you have a friend, wifey, person that has a period, you can relate and maybe relay some messages. Um, it's been really bad to the point where it's pretty unmanageable and getting to be unlivable for me. And I don't say that shit lightly because I'm the person that just like goes through, plows through it, gets it done, suck it up and keep it moving. That's just how I operate because I've had to for so long. And I also just like being a human that is strong and can just get through shit. But sometimes that means me ignoring or plowing through certain things that should be tended to, like tending to the V and the appointments that come with tending to said V. So I have been Medusa this last couple of times getting my period after my son Malin. Um, I got it six weeks after I had him, which was real early. You know, my first son, I didn't get it for seven months. And I pumped, because neither one of them wanted the booby, for this about the same amount of time. Well, Malin was three weeks. Mar- uh, Lyric was uh, three months. I tried. Um, but it's been pretty bad. And my periods have never been normal. Ever since I was a young girl, they've always just been very heavy. Most women... I don't want to say most, I guess they say the norm. If you look at like the flow app that I have to track them, which is awesome, by the way, that it's like, okay, three to seven days is fine. But for me, PMS comes like seven days before the flow actually starts and then seven days of hell. And I know that I'm probably not speaking anything like, you know, astonishing to women that have their period, but I think it's important to pay attention to your body and not endure things that you have to, that you don't have to, to go and get the information. And it's like one of those things for me, like going to the dentist, I hate it. But then all of a sudden when I do it, it's like, why didn't I do that sooner? And especially because I have so many great things to be 100% for, you know, my upcoming wedding, my fiance, my kids. And I always think, I think in terms of talking about the V and talking about periods, it's like, you know, I posted my cycle tracker this week because, yay, my period came early this week. And now that means I'm going to probably have it on my wedding day. But some of my male friends were like, oh my God, that's so personal. I'm like, it's really not. It happens every single month and it happens to all of us. So it's really not that big a deal. But I was kind of like suffering with that in silence and just thinking, all right, I will just get through it until the next month. But then if you think about how long I just told you that I would have issues, cramps, like mind-blowing, like emotional highs and lows that literally are starting to make me feel as though I'm insane. Like on the air, I can get it together and I can be fine. But then personally, inwardly, I'm having all of these emotional highs and lows and crashes. And then you got a little stress to it, lack of sleep. And it's just, it's just not a party. I mean, it's to the point where I'd be sitting in the studio. TMI y'all TMI, but I'm going to go there. And I would have a red blanket underneath me because I was afraid I was going to have an accident, you know? And most of the times I would, I would have to bring a change of clothes sometimes. And it's horrible. Like, and I thought, okay, well, you know, I'm 39. I've been going through this for a very long time. This has got to just be what's it. I'll just deal with it. I'll just keep going. Just keep going. It's too much. Blah, 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 blah. 
I'm not going to make an external appointment, but for some reason, like post-pregnancy appointments, you think, okay, I'll go. So finally yesterday I did to go after all these years of just dealing with these horrible, horrible periods, like red tide for the devil. And I got options. And guess what? This is 180,000% another one of those instances where I was like, damn it, why didn't I do this sooner? So for those of you that are like worried and you have some of these issues too that are becoming unmanageable, I'll give you some of the options I was given. Now, this is for me and this is what my doctor and I discussed, but hey, really, Riley, we keep it open. So I'm not saying you need to go to your doctor and say, this is what you need. I'm saying it's a little bit less scary maybe to hear it from me what the options are out there. Because back in the day, it was like, oh, hysterectomy, you're done. And uh, no, you know, but some of the options, and I don't know the medical terms. I'm going to give it to you and Riley speak. One option that I actually took is to have these pills that alleviate the bleeding. Not all of it, but they make it less. And I thought, yeah, okay, it's got to have some hormones, some stimulants in it, or something that's going to do that. Nope, apparently it is hormone-free, and I am all about that. I'm a very holistic medicine approach. I like to, you know, deal with my stresses in the gym. I like to have holistic medication if I can, and I'm not against Western medicine either because if I need that, I will go there too, which I did. So this Oh my God, y'all. This is the first day that I've taken the pill. So you take it once in the morning, once in the afternoon, and once at night for five, three times a day for five days. Okay, here's for the ladies again. Or even the men, if you're like listening and you're interested. I'm going to stop giving that disclaimer because I told y'all I'm going to get TMI because I feel like I'm holding myself back. Normally, I would be driving to work already ready to change my underoos. Today, after one pill, one like that, didn't have this problem one time and it's the second day in my flow and usually this is the worst. I am like, praise Jesus for modern medicine because I feel good in the idea that that's step one in my plan to getting back to 100, to not being Medusa for my family and my poor fiance who has to deal with the brunt of it. So the other steps are we have to go back, get the ultrasound to see if the fibroids have shrunk, to see if those need to be paid attention to. I will report back. You know, I'm not necessarily worried about that. My doctors aren't worried about it. But again, that's not something you really want to mess around with your innards in that way or anything else for that matter, if I'm being real. So then the other option down the way is if I wanted to was to have, I think it's called an ablation. Again, Riley speak, where they go in there. It's a 30 second procedure, local anesthesia. And with a laser, they basically take that lining that bleeds out. But here is the tricky thing that messes with me. Even though I know that Marshall and I do not want any more children, we love our boys, we're happy as a family of four, five with the puppy, with the dog, with pink. She's not really a puppy anymore, but we're, we're done with kids. We're very happy where we are. There's something so weird about cutting that idea off. And I know it sounds so Huey to be like, well, wait a minute, Riley, you're going to go through all this pain and all the stuff that you just described to us just for the idea of someday, maybe kind of in never, never land, even though you know, you don't want any more children that you could have another, maybe that's just some odd biological thing about me as a woman that I don't know that I am into doing that. Now, Full disclosure, Marshall got snipped. His choice, 
but we both decided that we didn't want to have any more children. This is reversible, though. You know what I mean? I know it's not an easy reversible procedure, so don't come at me. And I know I'm just talking in fairyland because we both agreed as a couple we didn't want any more. So why not go for this? Why not just do it? I just feel I'm chicken. I don't know. And I just feel incredibly terrible because I'm sure it wasn't easy for Marshall to get that procedure psychologically or physically either. So that option is on the table and I'm weighing it. And Marshall's so incredibly supportive because when I told him this very thing last night, he didn't look at me and be like, well, babe, I did it. What the hell? You thinking about going and, you know, <laughs> maybe think, making me reverse this someday? What, what mythical children are you going to have without me? It's not, it's not going to happen. I just feel like psychologically it's such a weird thing to grasp and I need to maybe wrap my head around it to live everyday life happy with the children that we do have and functioning to my fullest because that's what life's all about, right? I work so hard to be healthy and perfect my mental health and my physical health in the gym and inward and outwardly and then I'm just going to endure this every single month when I don't have to. So some of the other options that were given were Prozac because apparently that's not just treated for depression. They treat it with this for like the mental aspects of everything. I, for myself, I'm going to say this for me, 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 not for anybody else. Don't come for me. I'm not into the antidepressant route because I've been there for, for Six years, I was on and off of different antidepressants for my depression and anxiety, and they don't mix well with my body. And even if they've come a long way or even if there's new methods of administering them, because when I was on them, it was basically like, okay, you have to amp your body up on this antidepressant, pray it works, and then if it doesn't, you got to build yourself back down and try another one. It was pretty traumatic for me. So for me, I know lots of people that it works wonderful for, and I'm grateful that they have that medication because it helps them live the life that they want to. Great. For me, not really. Not into it. So then she also suggested acupuncture. I am down for this. I used to do acupuncture, not regularly, but as much as I possibly could back in the day when I was broke, but I was figuring out the holistic ways of medication that I, or, or treatment, not medication, whatever the word is, I'm not a medical doctor, treatment that I wanted to be doing and that I was comfy with and I think I need to revisit this because I just feel as though making those forward steps and having a plan also just helps me mentally because I've just been in this space of stress and ick and I don't want to live life like that when I have so many beautiful things to be good for. I'm giving myself grace that I I don't want to say that. I was going to say I'm not superwoman, but I am superwoman. But I think part of being superwoman is also recognizing when you need a path to help, when you need a path to figuring out what works for you in terms of change mentally, health-wise, in all things, you know. When I wanted to change myself physically, I went back, I got started training hard in the gym when mentally my mind was all over the place. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to drink anymore mentally, physically. You know what I mean? I've worked it all out. So I just feel like in my life, I've always come to a head of things and then figured out where we're going to veer the road. I think that's what this is. And I know that this might be sort of random for some people like, holy shit, Riley, you're, you just talked for 20 minutes about your V, like what, what's going on here. But here we are. 
And I, th- I, I just, I really hope for you guys or even you women there that are listening to this, that you take something from it just because I've talked to many of my friends and trying to figure out what I could do to help myself that had the same story that waited forever and ever to go get it checked out, to figure it out. And then they did it and they're like, yup, this is, this is like my yay moment. So hopefully this can be your sign to go to your doctor and get that yay moment or go change physically, whatever it is that you want to change or even mentally that you want to change. Like if you've been thinking for a while, maybe I should go to a counselor or maybe I should go to a therapist to just get my mind mentally healthy again. Go do it. There is absolutely nothing wrong. As a matter of fact, there's something, everything right with establishing a way for you to live your best life. And if that's your way and you've been called to do it and you've been thinking about it for a while, Universe is telling you something. God is telling you something. I'm not going to get, you know, whatever your views are, whoever you think is that person nudging you on your shoulder, they're telling you something. So you guys, thank you so much for listening to me talk about my V for a good 20 minutes. I love you. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you Friday with the Fave Five. It's really Riley.